You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Off of the strip In the outskirts And in the fringes In the corner Out of the grip Watching our periscope, that this is exciting. all right. So let's see if this does this work. Is that gonna happen, or are people's questions gonna come sideways now? What's happening? I think it'll come sideways. That's really fucking annoying. All right, well, let's. We're gonna have to do this, and now, now the real trick is, will people hear it? And the answer is almost certainly no. So uh, yeah. Well, no one's here anyway, so what difference does it make? All right, welcome to uh, episode 90 of, uh, of Overnight Drive. We're trying something different. We're trying something weird. I don't know if it's going to work. Oh, there's a one-eyed dog again. All right. It should, just, it should be the one-eyed dog. The whole time, the whole time just, just the one-eyed dog chilling out? All right. Um, okay, so welcome to the, <laughs> welcome to the one-eyed dog podcast. Um, here we are in episode 90. 90. 90. We're close to 100. We are getting We're going to hit that mark for episode 100. Like, kind of soon. Like, really soon. Yeah, we had a burst of energy and we realized that there were stakes involved. Um, hitting our mark for episode 100, which will also be our live podcast and an unofficial O&D con. You know, it's just like, it's kind of like a uh, like a friend of yours is having a party. Like, hey, you know, like a Halloween party. Hey, come in costume if you want. Come to O&D con. It's in October. It's in October. It's uh, also part of uh, CMJ, I guess. So. I guess. I, I'm still <laughs> unsure as to what CMJ is. <laughs> Come on, man. We've played CMJ before. We, we have. We've got a lanyard and all that good shit. Man. Oh, that's true. Are we going to get fucking lanyard? Can we go see, uh, I don't, can we go see, like, Beck play at yeah. the fucking, like, the Dumbo fucking think, waterfront or some shit like that? That's part of our negotiation. We should ask for that. That's sick. All right. What, what band can you not wait to see at CMJ this year? Um... Uh, Beach House. Beach House, sorry. <laughs> Is that a real dance? No, I, I think so, yeah. <laughs> um, Vibe House. That's my band. Vibe That's House, alright. Vibe House. I can't wait to see Vibe House. They use, um, it's nothing, they use like, uh, the whole stage is just pedals they walk on and make the noises. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Who is the band that they, uh, 
it was like two people, and one of them was like a four foot tall Asian woman, but they have stacks of oh, like ninety amps behind them. That's called that's pronounced Sun O, but they just use the Sun Amps logo. Oh, it's, that's nice. We sound so out of touch, but really we just ignore shit that sucks. Yeah, like as somebody said last night that I don't like anything, but the truth is I like things. I just don't want to be excited about everything. I think it's oh fucking God. foolish. She, like, and that's I and I talked about that last night as being the reason why I don't carry a ton of social currency in this town. Because I'm not excited about everything. I want to be excited about things. Don't get me wrong. I get very excited when I'm excited. It's really nice. People get excited for people they've seen yesterday. Yeah. And they act like it's a surprise birthday party. Like you have fucking brain damage and short-term memory. I haven't seen you in forever! Oh, Cassie! Hello! (laughs) You know? And it's like, I just saw you, like, yesterday. Well, okay. It's like a, it's like a, when you come home and the dog's like stoked to see you. Yeah, like, seriously. That's how it is when you run into people. Like at the bar, you're like, hey, what? So this is why I live in a back room. Speaking of the bar ah. and running into people, you want to you catalog our, uh, well, our night last night? Well, well, well. Those of you joining us on Periscope, you can stop this and go back and watch our, uh, our video from last night. Most of those on Periscope, you realize that there's a chat function and you can ask us questions on the fly. That is true, yeah. If so. things pop up in this window, we can uh, we can respond Absolutely. to them. Absolutely. I'm not entirely sure they can even hear us because I think the phone is actually resting on the microphone, which is uh, us, uh, not great. listening or watching, give us some hearts if you can hear us. Oh, there you go. You, you love requesting hearts. You're like a hooker. It's wild. Yeah. Or roses. Fucking <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, honey, it's going to be 15 roses. Oh, there you go. All right, you got some ah, roses. I got some roses. Thank you, whoever. Um, yeah, so um, yeah. last night we went to, um, it's pretty much like the CBGBs of Albany. It's a lot like in that. In terms of coolness, in terms of being a, a venerable. In terms of being like a shitty slop hole. <laughs> like, <laughs> where you go and you wish you weren't there. Yeah. And the grand tradition of places like um, Gilman Street, CBGBs, um, fucking TT the, uh, the Bears. The floor in the fucking... Uh, and the Love's Truck Stop yeah. in uh, Missoula. It's a shitty mess uh, with that serves beer. So we went to Fusebox. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Fusebox last night. Andrew and I and Gabri and Cousin Miranda and, it's, and uh, a bald guy I don't know. And, um, John Turo. John Turo. Yeah, great. And, um, <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> I didn't know his name. <laughs> and, um, uh, and we <laughs> saw some really, really cool goth dancing. It's the first time that Andrew's been there in a really long time. Yeah, I hadn't been to goth night, and I used to work every Friday at the job I used to work. We would have to end the show at midnight so the goth guys could come in and set up their DJ equipment at goth night. So actually, I got tight with some of the goth guys in Albany <laughs> for, uh, for a while, yeah. uh, none of which showed up last night. But I was, I was surprised and uh, alarmed, alarmed saddened. with how many of the, the heavy hitters and the, uh, the regulars from goth night 10 years ago are still doing goth night in 2015. There's just... They're Wild just, ass. Yeah, they're just... They just got a lot bigger. They, yeah, they got... They expanded. Yeah. Um, but they're still there. <laughs> like, wow, your body is considerably larger than yeah, it was like 10 years that's, ago. That's wild that but happened you know to you. Same can, what be, same can be said for me. Who am I to judge? That one guy, though. There was There's one guy, I don't think he's on our video, who has been going to goth night... Since longer than I've ever been in audio, because, like, he was coming around, he was, like, he was an old fucking dude at the point where, uh, where I started, like, having to, like, do set up their goth night and whatnot. Yeah. That dude looks exactly the same. 
Like, I think he's an actual vampire, and he just, like, he just doesn't age, and he just, like, preys on people dressed up in anime clothes, and that that's how he, you know, stays speaking, young. Speaking of people who prey on people in anime clothes, we saw Mark last night. We saw Mark <laughs> of Self-Defense Family, who got really into telling me about, like, his cosplay fantasies, which mm-hmm. was wild ass. <laughs> and interestingly enough, we also saw him sad-sacking, uh, walking home by himself last night. Yeah, we did catch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we beeped at him, and he was like, what? You know what, though? We left him, and we went uptown. I'm not going to say where we went, because it's fucking depressing. Taco Bell. Fuck. And then... <laughs> we... <laughs> How long does it take to drive uptown, go to Taco Bell, and drive back? Watch. 15, 15 minutes. minutes? Yeah. That dude did not put the work in. No, like, when we left, he, like, he probably walked around and then sad sacked. Man, I think he might have been walking around to get his courage up to ask a cosplay girl out. Maybe. Hey, you want to go to, you wanna go to uh, maybe go to a movie? It seems like asking a cosplay girl out would be easy because they're barely a person. Yeah. You know? It's okay. just like, here, <clears throat> let me, let's see if I can work my way into your personal brand. Let's go around the room. Pretend that you're about to ask a cosplay girl out. Okay. What would you say? Gabri, go first. Um, okay, here's a co- Okay, she walks in and you're like, talk, you're vibing, you've got the, you know, you've got the good talk going on, or you, anything could happen. And I don't know what that means. <laughs> you got the good, uh, <laughs> you got the good talk, anything can happen, and you're about to drop the, the we should hang out bomb, the date bomb that every woman waits for with bated breath. And here you go. You're on. So. Oh, it's really good to see you. This is me as anime girl. It's really good to see you, Gabri. Yeah, you too. Um, I really like your cat ears. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, thank you. I just like, uh, like that as the last thing. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're real cute. You want to go to the movies sometime? That's it. That's all you have to do, right? I got that beat. Alright, yeah. uh, yeah. No, I don't think so. I only watch anime and my, um, you know, eat once. Okay. Andrew, it's ready? Oh, I can't believe it's oh, Andrew. I get something beeping. Oh, when I dog is gone. When I dog is gone. Alright, <laughs> we'll, we'll spin it around. Does that work? Oh, it worked. Alright. Um, oh, really? I've actually, I've never seen Akira. Boom. Done. That's it. Oh. Like, that's it. You're set. Wow. You've never seen Akira. We're leaving right now to go see Akira. Okay, well, I guess we're, we're going to leave now. See? I've never seen Akira. I've got you. I actually haven't seen Akira, so I and I've lived this long. I've got you both beat. Oh, fuck, here we go. <clears throat> so I've been watching you for a while. <laughs> <laughs> SWAT team kicks in the door, that's it. So I've been watching you for a while. And I really like your look, your style, really. I didn't even mean to rhyme, but anyways, um, <laughs> Uh, I've seen Bubblegum Crisis, and I know a little about what you're into, but this would be a really good way to find out more, and also, um, we could be... Deer, deer. Oh, yeah, we got, we got a deer in the yard here. That's, should we periscope the deer? Yeah, periscope. All right. Oh, my God. This is, this is our life right now. We got a deer in the yard. Oh, we got a little baby deer. There's, like, big deer. There's little deer. We got a whole bunch of deer happening. I don't even see them. I know they're right there. behind that tree. Alright. Uh, you can sort of kind of see them. I don't think I can zoom on this fucking budget ass app. Alright, deer trying to be chill and not be rained on. Um, yeah, it's like Wild Kingdom here. We got one eyed dogs. Akira
Fucking oh, now how do we set this goddamn thing back up? Fucking deer stepped right on my game. I, oh, that's... I'm totally shook. Oh yeah, that's right. We were we were uh, we were in the middle of talking about Akira. Okay, so um, I, I don't know what to say now. The deer kind of threw me off. Oh no, um, I don't know what you like to do. You know a little bit, but we should watch your favorite anime clips and and look at each other. What do you say? If you were into cosplay, would that work? That seems a little long-winded to me. Well, what, what, I, let's no, this is at here, no, this is at a um, this is at a coffee house. Okay, so she's dressed up like a like a futuristic cat in a coffee house. Yeah, it's not a goth. She's night. carrying like a plastic toy gun. Wow. And uh, and like a like a she's wearing a base. So you're just talking like a mentally ill person right now. It's yeah. not like okay, this isn't like at an event. Okay? No, it's, it's not like, at Burning Man. It's like okay, Cupid style. Where I'm like I'm just really into. What you're into, <laughs> and I'm gonna, your I'm, likes mirror my likes. You're, oh, I've said that so many times. <laughs> our our interests mirror each other in interesting ways. That's a that's a good nugget. It's a good line. Jesus. So yeah. all right. So yeah, uh, who were our uh, who are our top contenders? Well, uh, last last night at uh, at Fusebox. My favorite mother, night. My favorite motherfucker is Dancing Jesus. I liked Dancing Jesus. So I didn't see him dance though. I just saw, saw him. I saw him kick game to like a homely woman. Yeah, no, it was great. And uh, he's been a fixture at many events. He just loves live music and he loves to dance. Nice. He also looks exactly like Jesus. Christ. He does look like Jesus Christ. The our white version. Savior. The white version of Jesus Christ. <laughs> What'd you say last night? He's imposing his will on his creation. Yes. <laughs> Dancing Jesus, imposing his will on his creation, pretending like he isn't responsible for um, for the earth and, and all uh, who are in it. But um, eventually he'll get his. I mean, he always gets his woman. I was, not, uh, you know. I was really into Urban Commando. Urban who Commando. I've seen him before. Like, that was that, uh, his... Cardboard sword. Yeah. <laughs> this dude, like you said, normally shows up in, like... Tactical guard. Rise of the Machines style uh, gear. Where I think he actually did music for something at Valentine's once. Yeah, and, he was uh, in a band called the Gothsicles. Oh fuck my life! All right, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he showed up last night wearing um, what would you call it when it's like a leather thing, but it's just on your shoulder. So like, a, I don't shoulder know, armor. yeah, like a troll can't he was wearing, hit you with his magic sword. He's wearing a cardboard sword and what can only be described as a PJ cloak. Yeah, yeah, he he was on some Game of Thrones thing last night, and uh, he was in public. A um, <laughs> lot of people with marker on their faces and glitter on their faces. A yeah. uh, lot of people doing like the Mad Max thing and like having like their eyes blacked out, which was uh, interesting. Saw one guy who tried out for one of my bands and tried to not make eye contact with him, but his eyes point in two different directions, so I didn't know like <laughs> which the right one was. So I just looked at the floor when he was around. Pretty awesome. Yeah, he's he's dope. He's a really good drummer. Um, wow. He's <laughs> so guy, good. We never called him back. The guy who was carrying the e-cigarette through the gauge in his ear. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes, e-cigarette ear gauge guy was excellent. Uh, there was Urban Mermaid. Yeah. Urban Mermaid, yep, yep, that was uh, unhealthy also, sea lady. There's also Goth, um, Goth Selena, did you see her? I didn't she see Goth Selena. She was dressed in, like, kind of <laughs> Tejano clothes. She had, like, the, you know when you, like, the uh, people, like, drive with, like, the, uh, they have, like, fabric balls hanging from oh, yeah. there. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, dashboard like and shit. Yeah, she had pom-poms hanging, she had, like, a, a halter, like a, like, a half shirt, but with pom-poms, and she wore, like, like, Selena that's Goth sick. pants and pumps 
but she was all gothed out also. That's super sick. So she could win your heart with, you know, with a song, or she could fucking pull a knife. <laughs> That's how goths. That's how goths do it. My yeah, favorite, that's what like, that's what they go for. part of the night. Not my favorite person because it was. It was more like my favorite crew. Is for anyone who's never been in the fuse box, which I'd imagine is most people listening all and all of you watching. Um, it is Albany is divided geographically in like a really intense way. Like, there's a really like right and wrong side of the track. I mean, they're both the wrong side of the tracks, but like. There's a part that you feel comfortable being in at night and the part where you absolutely don't feel comfortable. And the fuse box is right in the middle of the demilitarized zone. It's like it's actually on the border. So you have all these people who are doing their, like, goth gyrating and, yeah, all that shit. But then every now and then you just have this ever-growing crew of weird drug dudes that just walk through. Absolutely. Um... It's pretty wild. It's really good. I, I like that part a lot. Like they they would look out of place anywhere, which no, I found it really interesting. Like, you know when you're playing GTA Five and you're getting and you're, and you're like, oh, there's the the heist mission, and you get put in with this, in this room with like four other people and they're all dressed completely differently. That's what you. That's what that's what it looks like. Yeah, like four people who have nothing in common but but trying to split a bag of heroin four ways. Yeah, you know where we were last night. I just realized and. I feel like only a few people really get the gravity of this. We were in Shadowrun last night. Oh, wow. And I didn't we were just sort of in, like... I didn't even mention Queensryche once. Yeah, wow. yeah, right, yeah. We were in sort of a Shadowrun situation. <laughs> like, my cred stick, I didn't drink, so my cred stick is still full. Um, but, yeah, like, we were in, like, this really bizarre, like, beginning of the Matrix world. That's wild ass. Going to Fusebox and not drinking is... Probably the best. Yeah, I'm really glad I didn't drink last night because I would have felt fucking weird if I was drinking. I did because our Periscope is just me going, fuck yeah! Yeah. (laughs) Pointing out people and you're like, great. (laughs) Yeah, that that was rough. Yeah, that was was great. No, I mean, Andrew, but it all comes back to here we are on July 4th. Yep. Birth of our nation. No matter what happens, just think about it this way no matter what happens, um, we, we live in a, a country that's very free. Extremely too free, you, some might you, say. And we and we celebrated that today by watching, um, uh, if you can oh. Google, Google Atlanta Mall Cop. Atlanta Mall Cop broke my fucking world open yeah. this morning. So good. If you think your job sucks, Atlanta Mall Cop has got you beat. And he does it in style. The motherfucker looks like iced tea. Mm-hmm. But he can't. <laughs> I'll, uh, he, tased the, he got a lot of um, press because he tased a woman. But um, I think the woman was punching him a lot, so it may be yeah. warranted. I love when he tases her. She straight up falls down like she's in a fucking, uh, oh. like a Tweety Bird cartoon. It was, it was like, fucking it amazing. Was, it was like rock by baby She was like, out. <laughs> but then she like, but then she gets up and takes off the things, and she's like, it's complete. It's, it's like if somebody, if you know somebody who, one of my pet peeves is when people talk too much, which is ironic since I do a podcast where I talk. Yeah. I have Incessantly. I have diarrhea of the mouth. Um... <laughs> But uh, when anybody talks to me, I wish like it shut her up. Oh yeah, that was it. That was the end of it. So I wish I had a taser that I could legally. The social taser. It's like a top. It's, you know how like people have like a top of Boca candle. <laughs> I was. I wish it would be like a top of Boca taser, where people could be like, oh yeah, and then like my cousin got married, you know, and then like, well, of course, one of the dresses didn't match, and I'm just like, and then. And they're like, oh, yeah, I was going really long on that story. I was like, yep. Yeah. And I blow the fake the fake smoke off the <sighs> taser and I 
reel back in the taser tines. That would be great. That would be great. The top of Boca Taser. The top of Boca Taser. <laughs> a great, a great um, overnight drive con costume is the top of Boca Taser. Wow. I, yeah, that would be really good. That would be wonderful. You know what would actually be great? I was thinking about as you went long-winded on them, and I wished I've tased you, was um, Mall Cop with Taser would be such a good first-person shooter game. Oh my god. Where you have to walk around and you have to like kind of judge when it's time to like tase this dude who's like trying to like steal shit from the jewelry stall and whatnot. Oh my, the the best part was that um, the the dude, like you go in and it's the most desperate mall ever. And there's like. Crime mall. Like crime mall. Crime mall. And there's like a fake Nike store. And when they're like outside beefing before you, the dudes inside the Nike store keep trying to put the the gate down, and dudes are like lifting it back up. That's like a a touching sub, like a subplot going on there. Because there's also a struggle because dudes are like, "No, I'm not finished buying, you know, fake Nikes from a Chinese container ship." So. Yeah, so uh, there's our million dollar idea for uh, for the week. If you are a video game designer, or you know a video game designer, or you want to take your you know take a crack at making something and learning how, make an Atlanta mall cop first person shooter, please. And it's got to be real subtle. It can't just be like you just walk around just tasing people. You gotta like, it's gotta be ever, ever play Hitman. It's gotta be like that. Where you gotta be like, gonna be real cool for most of it. It's like the life of a soldier. It's. Uh, Periods of extreme terror interspersed with long periods of extreme boredom. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that, that's your million dollar idea. That's it. Um, just make us characters in the game who get tased, and you don't have to pay us royalties. I think the top of book of taser is awesome. Top of book of taser is fantastic. <laughs> it's also a million dollar idea. Oh, yeah, we're really we're you know for July Fourth really giving it away here. Giving it all away, please. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> what's, uh, what's the question situation? Do we have any... I'm, uh, I'm, I'm uh, urging people. You're to, doing it right now. Although we love Periscope, there's only two people watching us. Yeah, uh, we, we lost somebody. Could you comment, uh, two people on Periscope right now, could you just comment to let, let us know you're alive? They're not alive. No, they're just robots. This is one person from Goth Night last night who's really mad. Um, and then the other person is a robot who's just stealing our ideas and sending it back to China. Oh my god. I know, that's how it goes. Welcome to the internet. God, I hope that isn't true. <laughs> Anyways, we've got some sad, sad questions. As usual, the questions have been very sad. Yeah, it's really a it's fucking <clears throat> sad summer. Okay, here's a good question. You get to live forever, okay. but you have to choose to perpetually be a mid-puberty teen that likes to uh, BMX or a father. Which path do you take? Father. No question. Really? Yeah, no question. And don't do that. I mean, that sounds awful. Like, it sounds like a true nightmare, but... Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Um, my preternatural affliction, uh, like aversion to having children. Oh, fuck, you're right, but the idea is to go to Saudi Arabia and not China. Fuck, all right, wonderful. I, I hope they go to, like, uh, like uh, United Arab Emirates. That's where Garfield always sent normal. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Abu Dhabi. Sorry. Abu Dhabi, all right. Isn't yeah. that, is that not in the uh, UAE? That is in the UAE, actually. Go. So, yeah, I've always thought that maybe I'll send somebody. Yeah, my computer's trying to install something that I didn't ask it to install, which is really exciting, and now I'm afraid it's going to stop the recording. It's a real real Windows move. Yeah, I know. I don't know what's happening here. You'll love this new update. Yeah, check it out. Try it. it. Oh, this is the iTunes. It's deleting people's shit, which is really exciting. Um, (laughs) Great. I still, I'm still running iTunes like nine. Yeah, I I don't have anything to delete. I haven't had a I haven't had a music collection since streaming happens, and that, that's mm. fine. You know, if I did have one, I'd rebuild it. It's no big deal. 
Um, anyway, so yeah, you were you were saying. Um, I uh, I just I don't know. I'd probably just be the BMX guy because I I could never imagine being a father. Mm, I to to have to live through being like uh, a mid pubescent kid again. Fuck that forever. That was it was a dark period. Unless I could be a different prepubescent kid and maybe my life wouldn't be as shit. Yeah, but choose. Yeah, if I could like, choose. Although it always seems like a fucking nightmare, so I don't know. God, I just thought about being mid-pubescent. Yeah, it's rough. Pasty metalhead with zits. That, like, terrified to get out of bed because you have to go to school and be, like, fucking... And you don't have a taser, so you're just, getting, you're just gonna get rocked very, every day. I was a very naive teen. I didn't... I had conceptualize my depression or anything. It was just happening. Oh, it was just happening? Yeah, I didn't have, like, a war. I didn't have, like, a... Like a Anything to, anything to bounce. I had no one to bounce ideas off of or anything. I was just, like, a confused. Why is this happening to me? Like, in that constant state until I was, like, 17. <laughs> I think kids who are in that state now have an understanding that, like, it's depression and it happens. And it's just, like, it's, it's how it goes. Mm. I think we were the last guard of people whose parents were like, get over it. Get up, you yeah. know? <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. Like, I, my, my parents were really nice and good, but largely, um... You know, like, they didn't... It was like a don't ask, don't tell scenario. Yeah. Like, oh, we're all kind of, you know, messed up in our own ways, and we're just going to deal with it, and we'll watch, uh, you know, we're going to watch Matlock instead of talk about it. Yeah. That's basically what it was. And I had a group, group of metalhead friends who didn't even talk to me, but I just hung out with them. Occasionally beat you up for having tapes? Yeah, I won't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyway. Um, yeah, I, I don't... That question sucks. Uh, makes me sad. Um... Hans, why are you so sweet in the dinner-making Periscope video? You are being way too polite. Yeah, what do you mean? Please explain yourself. Explain your actions. I don't know what that means. I think I was... I, um, I think I was... I was okay. <laughs> I don't understand what that means. Like, were you supposed to, like, knock things over? I'm like, I'm, like, chopping tomatoes, and you're supposed to, like, push over the fucking cutting board? Well, I don't understand what that's supposed I to th- be. Th- I, I, my two players, I thanked <laughs> Cousin Miranda for pouring me a Bud Lime. It's possible. Okay. I didn't realize you were periscoping that whole thing, too. It's interesting. It's not the whole thing. Just a little bit. Neat. Neat. Uh, What neighborhood is Little L.A.? Is it truly as magical as you make it out to be? It really is. It's incredible. If you come to Overnight DriveCon, you can see it for yourself. Overnight DriveCon is going to be so good. It appears. It appears, and we don't know for sure yet, but it appears that Overnight DriveCon will be taking place in the heart of Little L.A. Yeah. In fact... We could even do a little L.A. walking tour, which would really just be us stepping outside the front door and pointing. <laughs> like, there's the church where the guy plays drums. That's there's, where I found the Pablo Escobar fucking DVD. There's where I beeped. When that's I where I beeped. Film. Yep, yep, that's all right there. It's really good. It is right there. Yeah. I go to that coffee shop usually once a week now, the the beeping during uh, during filming coffee I'm, shop. I'm ripe for a visit, so I'm going to have to. I can't to, do shit there. They're so bad. I have... It's so hard to fuck up iced coffee. I've gone there... What, how many times have we gone to that... She's not even around. We, how many times have we gone to that place? I'd say three. And all three times, I've gotten an iced coffee that when you inject the straw into it, explodes everywhere. Like, they fill it to the absolute maximum. Yeah. And then you put the straw in, and all of a sudden, the whole thing falls apart. Like, the, the surface tension is disrupted, and all of a sudden, you just have coffee everywhere. Um, not a great look. Not great. I don't feel bad about beeping that day. Here's one that uh, that's a classic overnight drive question. Perfect. It's very intense. We've been dating a girl eight months, and we broke up and got back together three times already. Eight? Wow, okay. She has anxiety problems to the point where she has panic attacks the during sex. Whoa. Every time she freaks out and ends it, she comes back and I take her back. Am I fucked? 
Yeah, I don't think you're the fucked one here. No, I wouldn't say you're fucked. Like, clearly, like, I... I hate saying things that are obvious. Clearly, this woman has problems. Yeah. You know? Like, there's something... There's something under the hood that is not firing properly. Oh, good. That's a good uh, double entendre. Yeah. yeah. So, uh... It's... I mean, unless you're a... a psychiatrist or a psychologist or whatever she needs, uh, chances are you're not going to be a huge amount of help, but you might want to urge her to see somebody that might actually be able to help. Or... You- Probably should hit it better. Or hit it better. That's true. Yeah, I mean, if <laughs> if you give her time to think about if she's in the if she's in the, if you're in the mix, right, and you're giving her time to think about anything but what's going on, you're not. You probably have to hit it. Got to hit it harder. Got to hit it different. Got to hit it harder. Hit different. Got to hit it different. Sometimes <laughs> you know. Sometimes women are, are afraid to communicate their needs. Maybe you're not. Maybe you don't go down. Maybe maybe she. Only likes to put in work. She wants to feel important, so she gets up there and puts in a little work. Make her do the work, you know? You never really have to communicate yourself. Say, look, it's obviously our sex deal is weird. Uh, you're, <laughs> you're weird. <laughs> our sex deal is weird. Obviously, our sex deal is weird. You're weird. I've never had anybody fucking bug out and cry. I mean, I've had some bad sex, but I've never had anybody bug out and cry. At least not until after. Yeah, how bad are these panic attacks? If yeah. you're one of the three people watching right now, let us know. Um, but, yeah, wow, that's that's wild ass. Yeah. Like, full-on panic attack where, like, you can't breathe and you need to, like, put your head between your legs or something. Imagine, oh, there you go. That's the first time that happened, though, when she's like... <gasps> and you're, like, like, you're, like, like, you're like, holy shit, I'm fucking... Bow, bow, bow. Delivering the steel. Yeah, but then all of a sudden you're like, oh, she's having panic attacks. She's not just, like... She's not having multiple <laughs> orgasms like I thought she was. She just fell on the floor and she won't get up. It's yeah. wild. Like, oh, I made her. I made her get get a seizure. I knocked her out. I knocked it out. Holy fuck! Dial nine one, and then when I tell you dial one, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought I was knocking it out, and she fell on the ground. She started shivering. You know, all right. Imagine that. Then imagine at the end of that day, going home and like throwing your keys on the counter, being like, "What a fucking day!" I holy shit. Holy shit. Wow, you know, I thought... I need to watch Bar Rescue the worst way yeah. right now. She's like, you leave, and when before you get out of her building, she's texting you. <laughs> like, I just hope you're not mad. Ugh. You're like, oh, brother, what a day. Ugh. Call me an Uber, I've had it. What did I get into? Yeah, what did I get into? Call me an Uber, I've had it. What else we got? If you guys have questions on Periscope, just shout them right out. Shout them out. Um, <clears throat> well, <laughs> why Periscope? Um, what are the other options? Meerkat? I don't know. I, uh, I got turned on to Periscope by listening to an interview with Chris Saka, and I, uh, I, I think he's interesting, so I opted to give his weird video streaming service a chance. Who's, uh, Chris Saka? Chris Saka is a venture capitalist who's, uh, kind of an annoying prick. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Great. Yeah, it's, it's alright. He's, uh, he's interesting. I, I think he's, uh, he's fun to listen to. So, but I guess he has a ton of money in this. So I said, "Oh, I, I will try that. I will try this uh, this service of yours." <laughs> he uh, he shows up on. Uh, I think he was on the court the cover of like Fortune or or something like that uh, a few weeks ago, wearing like a full on cowboy shirt, like true dick. <laughs> I love it. It's yeah. so good. Like a fucking uh, great hero now. Should I name my new solo project Cryptid Hunter? That's all right. I think I. I- I think the best name for a band would be Sex Pests. 
Sex Pest is really good. I don't, I don't think you should steal Sex Pest, though, man. I don't know. The sex Pest is good. Well, whatever. It's out there. You can steal Enjoy Sex Pest. pest. Somebody's still trigger warning, so. That's true. Uh, you can be, you can, uh, Sex Pest is a, would be a great, like, good, like a punk band you want to see, which is few and far between, you know. Less good, less punk band I really wanted to see was uh, Calvary. How long ago was that? Calvary? Wow, dude. Yeah, shit. Uh, that was a long minute ago. Okay, they weren't good, though. They put out one record that had, when I, you go back and listen, had four outstanding songs, and the rest were, like, kind of crap. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you can write two songs, your band is better than most bands. Sure. Um, but, yeah, like, all that shit was not that good. It, uh, it it followed a formula that was nice. Back then, it was great. Uh, back then, it was now, groundbreaking. It was, uh, yeah, but now it's... Um... Did you ever actually see Calvary, or you missed that? No, I missed it. Ah, no, I missed it. I, uh, I remember you made me a CD, though. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that sounds like me. When we worked at EBR together. That sounds like me. I was like, Andrew, man, I just, you know. I made you a CD of that. You made me a CD of the first Ministry record, and it was it was sealed. That was it. It was like, that was the blood pact. Ah, forever. <laughs> and I remember, and then I remember you working at Valentine's, and you were playing it with sympathy. I was yeah. actually listening to it a few, maybe two weeks ago, forgetting how much I liked that weirdly racist song on there. It's a really good song. <laughs> it's really good. Oh, it's, it's uh, Kenya or Swazi. Yeah. yeah. Talking about uh, how weird people from Africa are. Yeah, super Al good. Al Jurgensen. Um, we're, uh, we're out of questions, Andrew. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, it's um, not the end of the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. What do you, what do you say? We, uh, we got a lot going on for, uh, for today because it's the 4th of July. And my mother is... My mother's insistent. On spending time like I don't know what it is she's usually pretty reasonable right you know like she's she's okay insistent on bringing me and my grown adult brother to Albany's like fireworks display which I think she thinks is gonna be this really nice time where family sit on blankets and hang, hang out, on, hang hang out, out reconnect. And are, really it's gonna be like us standing there in an uncomfortable crowd watching a drunk drywaller fall down. <laughs> like, it's not going to be fun at all. Um, but, I could, yeah. I could play the part of the drunk drywaller. You, wanted, you should just do that. You should start drinking now. And be like, oh, here's a little, here's a vivid look into our future. Look at this. Oh, he just fell in the pool. Should we help him? I don't know. Maybe he's better off in there. I actually, uh, I, yeah. So, <laughs> maybe should I should. plant you there so that Andrew's right. Yeah. yeah. I'll just like so open a beer and spray it all over you guys and be like, "What? Fucking Fourth of July, dude? Where? Who was I with? Your girlfriend's old, dude. At the <laughs> what the fuck, man? Who was I with? At the end of Albany does Tulip Fest every year. <laughs> Wait, so was Tulip, Tulip Fest is the one in the park, right? Albany is so, yes, it is so dire. Like the way it is have, dire. It's fests to celebrate flowers. They have a, something called Lark Fest, which celebrates a street. <laughs> or Art on Lark, where it's art not, on lark it's not artists, it's vendors who sell like... It's like craft on Lark. Yeah, it's like, hand, oh, oh, my, my mom has a, a hand, like a glass jewelry company. She's retired early, and she's coming at you with glass jewelry. Get ready for glass it. Glass jewelry. So much glass jewelry. It's and amazing. It takes up the whole, it takes up the whole spot. 
and, and it makes living on Lark Street hard for me. Well, you see people selling that, but you never see people actually. I never see them wearing it or buying it. You know, yeah. it's just like a, a. It just exists. It's just a woman on an iPad with jewels in front of her, like jewels, like fucking mm-hmm. like like string jewelry in front of her. Those jewelry making classes I took in the in the eighties, early eighties, are really paying. Yeah, off. and then I really, I finally paid them off. Meaning, <laughs> um, I someone who um, had a, a puff paint company. She would decorate sweatshirts and puff paint. Oh, but she didn't actually make puff paint. She just, wow, hold <laughs> no, on. See, that's cool. See, that's cool because you, yeah, I think just think it's cool. I won my Pinewood cool. Derby in Boy Scouts for having puff paint on my... Uh, you were in Boy Scouts, dude? I was in Boy Scouts. I was in Cub Scouts. I was, I was oh, all over so that. So was I, man. Mm. Yeah, I got, the fir- I got the first class badge. Boom. Dude, how, how quick was your making a, a fire with two sticks skill? Ah, uh, not good. Not good. I always use a lighter. We were from... <laughs> We were scummy. We were like, oh, just use a cigarette lighter. Nah, I had to, I had to take the, <laughs> the twig and run the string on it and, nah, like, notch it and then do, do, do the fucking the thing. I was, our scout I was leaders a boss were like, at that shit. Our scout leaders were, like, bad dads. And then they're <laughs> like, you're a bad dad. Why don't you be in, well, I'm going to put you in charge of your 15 kids. So they're, like, teaching us how to use a cigarette lighter. And they're like, oh, just put a little gas on it. Just put a little gas <laughs> in the fire. You know, they carry, like, carrying a gas can in, you know. I remember there was, us being in gas cans, there was a kid in my, sc- in my Cub Scout troop <clears throat> who, I mean, you know, it was a small area. So, like, everyone who went to your school was also in your Cub Scout troop and vice versa. You know, like, it was all the same people. And uh, one of them lit himself on fire like he was like burning leaves or something with a gas can and of course fucking like lit himself and it was like his nylon jacket melted it was like really grotesque but <laughs> um, yeah it was bad bad scene bad bad That's scene a really bad scene actually. he survived though um, and so there was a day where you know everyone knew about it on the bus at school the fucking rumor mill was, was churning and they uh, every single class that day that we would go to was just the teacher sitting down trying to reach out to us and be like, if you guys have any thoughts on this, you guys want to talk about, and, you know, like, I understand this is hard, which was, like, cool at first. Like, the first two periods, like, this is sick. We don't have to do math. This is awesome. Mm. By period seven, you're like, fucking Jesus. Like, we get it, you know? Like, this is very sad. Mm. Did that whole day and then had to go to Scouts where they did it again. And it's like, oh, my fuck. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I don't even care anymore. Like, just let's just, like... Scouts was really bad. You just earn a goddamn badge. Shit. Scouts... Boy Scouts were terrible. Boy Scouts, not great. Boy Scout Handbook, really awesome. Wish I still had one. I think I might have talked about this, but we had a, something called Senior Patrol, where we, it was like they put all the, the dudes who, you know, probably started beating off and got older and were older, <laughs> they put them into a room, like all the teens, right, where we would just curse and swear and fucking talk about pussy and shit. Um, and they put us in like a room off to the side so we wouldn't poison the younger kids. And I made a tape of, this how weird, fucking weird I was as a kid. I had the Amer- I had the America's least uh, not America's least one. I had the uh, Enderdice Clay live tape, and I on a Sunday I remember I got I had my dad's stereo. Yeah, two da- two tape decks, and I made a mix of every instance of our Enderdice Clay Enderdice Clay swearing, <laughs> and it was like a twenty minute tape, and I put that shit in, and it was like fuck. Pussy on the door, potato tots, whoa, you know, and but it was loud. Jesus. Oh, Mr. Hamlin came in. He was like, what is this? What is this? Uh, is this somebody bring this? this? <laughs> somebody we found in the woods. Yeah. No, I was like, I don't know who brought it. This was like really weird. And then we're like, me and Pete Casola were like trying judo moves on each other. And I flipped him and he went through, he like went into, through like a big thing of drywall into the next room. <laughs> it was really, 
And he's like, holy shit, we're going to be in so much trouble. I'm like, don't worry about it. And then, like, again, Mr. Hamlin came in. And he's like, he's like, we're going to put you somewhere else. Oh, the church is going to be very unhappy about this. Like, what? We just, we tripped. I was like, Mr. Hamlin, we're, we're all going to live in shitty apartments in five years. We'll know how to patch drywall in a very yeah, fucking short order. Don't worry about it. it. Back, this brings it back to the, um, the, uh, mall, the, met the Atlanta Mall Cop. Uh, watch that Atlanta Mall Cop video. And not, not for the comedic values. Uh, well, it's funny, but... If you want to get a glimpse into how the world's going to be in like ten years, when there's like, yeah. like shortages and everything, and everybody has to kind of go to these weird, arbitrary like food places, where they like say it's going to be the backs of trucks, though, which is going to be the best yeah. fucking part. But everything's like going to be like that, like I'll, as it's like all the like the and there's going to be the the rich will stay rich, but it'll be much smaller, and there'll be like it'll be micro, it'll be kind of microcosmic. The suburbs will be much smaller, and there'll be gates around everything, and then you'll have to go to like the downtown mall to be like oh well, this is my you know how it's cute to get like a co-op like oh I'm getting my co-op thing this week and I'm gonna get like you'll get that but it'll be like your government mandated like oh you get like this you is know, your tomato yeah like you get X amount of food and everybody is rationed on food and water and everything it's just it's kind of what it's gonna be like and get ready it's gonna be neat. exciting so enjoy now that's why I say you know Eat whatever you want, drink whatever you want, because in ten years you're going to be older and slower, and <laughs> you won't be able to you won't be able to catch your dinner. Yeah, you won't be able to catch your dinner, <clears throat> and that's uh, that's the scary truth. Uh, unless we start changing right now and elect uh, elect, for Bernie. elect someone good into the, uh, the White House. I can't like I have not clicked on a single Bernie Sanders link at all. I, I don't. Wanna, don't. I don't want to. I don't want to get latched on. Man. Yeah, I don't. Care. Nobody who has ever been president has ever changed my life in any capacity because I didn't join the army. Yeah, that's it. I should have joined the army. You should have joined the army. It's true, but you didn't, yeah. and I didn't. And they're not asking us to join now. Mm-mm. Therefore, the chances of somebody in the White House changing any aspect of my life at all are so fucking slim that it's like it's like a giggle. I like Obama. Obama is like real, got real like hardcore. It's fine. He just, <laughs> this is like his last year in office, like last year point five, and he's just like, "Yo, you're in my house." Yeah, like when somebody was heckling him, he's like, "You're in my house." He's like, he got all like real like, <laughs> he got like real like. Um, how do I say this? How do you say this? We're a post-racial society right now. I know. <laughs> he got very in touch with himself. And he'll show that upon the world. With his true self. On that note, I think we're going to kill this one. America. Allow my mother to come over. Back yeah. to back World War champs, motherfucker. You think you can bring that weak shit? Wow. Think we can, think we can three-peat on this one? Oh, boom. I don't Point know. blank in broad daylight. Boom. I don't know. I think th- I think this next one is going to be the one yeah. where just, there's the there's no way to weasel out of no, like losing no, it because we're going to fight Russia and you you think that they, they don't play? Nah, Russia's going to Russia lose. Russia can't do shit. Like Russia can't even take Ukraine right now. Taking Ukraine is like taking like taking I, back, fucking, it's like taking back Sunday. It's like taking Hungary. Who cares? Just fucking take it. Like no one's asking for it. <laughs> um, I think I don't. Who are we going to go against, man? Are we going to all band together? Because ISIS. Well, it's going to be World War. That's ISIS, that's a trick. ISIS is doing what Hitler did, take, taking over countries down, man. I'm over ISIS. I don't really care about it anymore. No. It was like it was interesting for a second, and now it's just like it just got boring. Yeah, I mean, how how can they how can they beat us? We've got like. We got like big bombs. They can't know? like ISIS can't do shit. That sort of thing. They can do like small newsworthy things. They can't actually do shit. The the whole point of ISIS is they want to fulfill this prophecy, where they and I forget the name of the town. It drives me nuts every time I talk about this. Where they want to meet the uh, the Christian invaders at this certain town 
and have a full out like a full scale battle which is supposed to uh, usher in the apocalypse at the same time there's I think maybe it's I don't think it's the same place but there's another prophecy on the Christian side that says somewhere in Israel the, the armies of Satan are supposed to march and they're supposed to meet at some hill which is why when you go to Israel there's all of these fucking like southern Catholic fucking or southern like Baptist groups that funnel money and like tours into Israel because they want, they're trying to like fulfill this prophecy and create an apocalypse I don't know what to do with that <laughs> you know like yeah. I don't know how to speak to somebody who's that unreasonable and unfortunately you can't like put these people in a place where they can get help Okay. so yeah I don't know what to do with either of those things I don't know either but I know it's gonna be a bumpy ride man Happy Fourth. Happy, Happy fourth. fourth. Enjoy uh, enjoy the water wars. Enjoy the water works. <laughs> <laughs> podcast listener my name is vince and i'm the host of a show called the rr show it stands for reddit readings we're going to sit down twice a week and i'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online things like malicious compliance petty revenge hey lady i don't work here oh there's so much more Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah. The rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.